Welcome in, everybody. Welcome back to another season of Total Coverage. I'm so excited to be with you. Uh, I guess I got to reintroduce myself as well. I am Kirk Morrison, the former NFL linebacker, eight years in the National Football League, five seasons with the then Oakland Raiders, one season in Jacksonville, my last two seasons in the NFL with those Buffalo Bills of Buffalo, New York. So excited to be with you. If this is your first time listening or joining this journey, come on in, buckle up. We're going to have some fun. And for all the people who listened last year to season one of the Total Coverage podcast, you know what you're going to get. You know what you're to know what to expect. But I'm expanding this year, giving you a little bit more. Some of the great guests that we had a year ago. But even now, being able to watch the film together, when I say together, is being able to narrate a single play better than I did a year ago. That's what this year is going to be all about. I'm excited to have you along for the ride. You can find this show. That's right. Total coverage on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Week one is here, everybody. Week one is here. The National Football League. Finally, we got back. We remember Super Bowl 55 and how it ended. Yeah, not a lot of people thought that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would beat the Kansas City Chiefs, yet they did. And so now as we approach this opening week of the National Football League, I would honestly say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with all the guys they have returning, all 22 starters, well, technically you say like 24 because they had guys who actually would be starting, but they're actually a backup. So I would say 24 capable starters coming back this season are the favorites in the NFL to win Super Bowl 56 down in Los Angeles. But there's some other teams that are going to be vying for that position as well. Buffalo is going to be better. Kansas City, they felt like they're going to be better because they've got a new offensive line because we saw what that offensive line looked like in Super Bowl 55. What about Aaron Rodgers? The saga, the drama that we had last year. Oh, man, it's it's finally over. The offseason is finally done. Now we can start talking about the football games that are now in front of us. I got some teams that I'm looking at. You know, how good is Baltimore going to be? Is Cleveland for real or is last year just a one-off? I look at what's going on in the NFC West, the toughest division in all of the NFL, whether it's Matthew Stafford coming over from Detroit to the L.A. Rams or Kyler Murray stepping into year three as the big guy with adding A.J. Green and also, I mean, (laughs) say T.J. Well, T.J. Watt, hopefully by the time you guys listen to this, T.J. Watt of the Steelers has had a contract, but his brother, J.J. Watt, is now a member of the Arizona Cardinals. So how does that help the Cardinals defense as well? Russell Wilson gets a new offensive coordinator and the drama that he has in this offseason. So much to get caught up on in the NFC West. Oh, by not to mention, there was a quarterback drafted in the NFC West, but they already had a quarterback on the roster. That's right, the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, still the incumbent starter, but Trey Lance now enters his name into the hats of quarterbacks in the NFC West. To celebrate live is alive, Sirius XM is giving current subscribers the chance to win two tickets to 12 of the biggest events on the 2022 sports calendar, plus cash for travel costs and expenses. One winner and a guest will get the chance to travel the country and experience 12 marquee events, including Super Bowl 56, the NBA Finals, and the World Series, courtesy of Sirius XM. For official rules and to enter, go to SiriusXM.com slash Ultimate Sports Fan. No purchase necessary. Open to current SiriusXM subscribers as of July 21st, 2020. 
ends October 15th, 2021, void where prohibited. Now that we got all of that done, everything all said, we've laid the table, the groundwork has been done. And my first guest of season two of Total Coverage, we're going to go to a, a former, someone who used to cover me back when I was a young pup. I can't wait to talk to her. It's Lindsay Rhodes. She's the host of the NFL Road Show. Here's Lindsay Rhodes. What a special treat we have coming up here on Total Coverage. Person I cannot wait to talk to. It's been a very, very long time. Not necessarily since we've spoke, but we just got history. We go back, we way, go way back. back. <laughs> yeah, we go way back. When uh, I was still a collegiate, she was still starting out in the business of media, broadcasting, sideline, doing a little bit of everything. Um, hopefully I can even say her name correctly because back then I just it knew was her different. as Lindsay Soto and now <laughs> she's known as Lindsay Rhodes. Uh, she is the SiriusXM podcast host of the NFL Road Show. Lindsay, first of all, great to be with you as always. It's been too long. How Hi. are you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm doing well. It's really good to talk to you. Yeah, I remember that game. You yeah. guys, the Aztecs came up to play UCLA at the Correct. Rose Bowl and I was doing sideline on the game. And you, of course, were like the big stud for San Diego State. <laughs> so I remember talking to you. I remember the whole thing. Well, see, um, you were talking to me. I was studying you at the same time. Like she has a really, really cool job. And I'm hopefully like one day I can do this right when I get out of college. I know you're just starting out, but I was like, man, this is really cool. And you were like, oh, it's, it's OK. It's fine. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Well, you're crushing it. So it's working oh, out man. well. Well, appreciate your crushing it as well. Please tell me about the NFL Road Show. What should I expect when I tune in and listen to the NFL Road Show? Well, so I think the way I describe it is like I kind of approach football like I'm a little bit I'm very content driven and I'm very I can kind of get into the weeds like I would like to really understand what's happening and concepts. Yeah. And so I sometimes will take a deep dive into a specific subject matter, mm -hmm. like if there's a trend or a theme that we're seeing play out, then I'll go find the people that can answer those questions. Um, if I have questions about the teams, um, then, you know, we'll go straight to like a beat reporter or something like that that has those answers. Um, I I. I think I just rather than just constantly talking about like, who's the best team and who's right. the best team now and how are your power rankings shifted, that kind of stuff. <laughs> like there are stories that I think are really interesting in like the mid tier even, you know, and I think from playing fantasy and I do a lot of DFS for, I do a, a, a show on Sunday for direct TV um, called the fantasy zone. So it's like red yes. zone, um, but we bounce around and we talk about it from a fantasy perspective. So I do a lot of daily fantasy. Yes. And so you kind of have to get into the, like the deep weeds there to find those low range money guys. So, um, that you can create a roster with some sort of value. And, um, and so I find a lot of interest in like the people who are doing the smaller jobs in the NFL. Mm. Um, so that's a long-winded way of saying uh, you're going to find <laughs> on my podcast whatever I happen to think is interesting at that particular point in time in the NFL. Well, I mean, it's always great because I think we love to hear interesting perspectives from maybe the team that we love or about someone else's team. So I know as we get ready, this episode will be airing and then, you know, week one will be here. And I can't wait because finally these off-season storylines can like go away, Lindsay. We can yes. talk about the play on the field, but Finally. we've got a couple more days left 
And for me, I, I seem to always have a couple teams that I'm going to really keep an eye on just because they either have a new quarterback, new head coach, just new players for you. I know you go in with a, a certain team that you may be looking at, but what are those teams that you may this year say, you know what, I'm going to keep my eye on, on, on these guys. Well, out of the, it changes, I think on a week to week basis. Cause again, mm-hmm. I'm kind of storyline driven. And so I'm interested to see, you know, who has challenges, who has question marks, how they'll answer the questions um, on that given week. Uh, and week one is so interesting to me every year yes. because it's when we finally get answers to all these questions that we've been asking all off season. So yes, the chiefs are going to be great. The bucks are going to be great. And the bills are going to be great. And those I'm not as interested to seeing to see those teams out of the gate. Right. Cause I kind of feel like I understand exactly what's happening there. And then we'll figure out the question of how good are they later on in the season? But I kind of already know that they're going to be very good. The, the teams I'm most interested to see out of the gate are the teams that I'm not sure about, you know, mm. and one team that I feel like I am sure about, but everybody else doesn't agree on. And that's the Washington football team. And I'm really oh. eager to see them take the field because I think they're going to be good. I think that the pieces that they put together and that what Ron Rivera is building there, I think it's going to be good. And I think they're going to surprise people this year. I think that the Ryan Fitzpatrick acquisition is mm-hmm. exactly the right quarterback for them to have picked up at the point in their building that they actually are. And Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson, yeah. I mean, Terry's proven that he can do it with some pretty bad quarterback play, right? <laughs> so bad. now you give him Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I know people kind of roll their eyes about Ryan Fitzpatrick as if he's a lower tier quarterback, but what he has done on the field in these last few years is actually some pretty solid quarterbacking play. He's just gone to teams that have wanted to go in different directions for whatever reason. Like when he got pulled last year for Tua, it wasn't because he wasn't playing well. You know, right. it was because they decided that it was the right pivot point to build their program. Like they weren't going anywhere long term with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So they wanted to get Tua some reps so that they would kind of understand what they had with him. It had nothing to do with Ryan. So I'm really eager to see a team quarterbacked by Ryan with the weapons that they have and that defense that they have, I think they're going to be good. And I would like to be proven right, right out of the gate. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you've been around football for a very long time, Lindsay. How do you tell fans to kind of calm down over the overreaction (laughs) Monday that we know we're going to have at some point, people are just going to have this meltdown because we were supposed to be good. And how do we lose to this team? I tell people just remember last year, the Colts lost to the Jaguars and then yep. the Jaguars lost the rest of their game. So people calm down. But what's your advice to fans who have that overreaction? Well, you have to understand where various teams are in their team building process, right? Some, some of these teams, and again, some of the ones that I'm the most excited to see are they're going out there and they're answering questions and they're doing that for their coaches too, right? The coaches have to put people in different positions and kind of see like, okay, who can get it done when Mm -hmm. the lights are bright and the cameras are on, like who can step up. And once we actually are trying to implement some of the things that we've done in practice in a game against a real defense and now they're game planning for us, how does that play out? That doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to find the answers to that if they don't have the answers right away. So To a degree, I would say, take a deep breath. If you think you have a good coach, have some faith that the coach will figure out some of the things that if they don't go right in the beginning, 
that they'll be able to tweak that. Like the Saints are an interesting team for me too. Mm -hmm. I want to see them because Sean Payton is, I think, one of the best coaches in the league. And I don't think I'm going out on a limb to say that, right? So I kind of have them penciled in as a team that's a potential playoff team. And it's almost solely because I believe so strongly in Sean Payton and that he will find a way to work with the pieces that he has. Or, you know, he's not like a concepts coach. He's like a, I'll do whatever is best for the players that I have. Well, now he has very different players. So we're going to see him coach. But I think we've seen that in the last couple of years when they've lost Drew Brees to injuries. And, you know, we had to see Taysom Hill on the field. We had to see Teddy Bridgewater take over that offense. They, they won despite those things. And I, I think a pretty strong step back at the quarterback position, they still succeeded. So I, I think that there are some examples there to your question about telling people to calm down and just take a beat. You know, like it it takes a little while sometimes if you're building stuff. We've seen that in college football, you know, last year was weird, right? (laughs) Weird for everybody, right? Just as long as Jameis Winston is not eating W's again. Oh, God, just don't do that. Yeah. So (laughs) I would rather him throw like three interceptions a game than ever seeing the eating a W again. Yeah, Ever. Was, <laughs> she's the host of the NFL Road Show on the Sirius XM Podcast Network. Lindsey Rhodes joining me, Kirk Morrison, here on Total Coverage. But I, we talked about the teams, but there are some players that we need to get into. Talked mm-hmm. about some players who you're watching, maybe guys coming back from injury or guys under the radar. Who's does Who does Lindsey Lindsay Rhodes have her eye on coming up this season? Well, I'm looking for, I mean, I think we all are looking for those um, rookies, you know, that are some of the like big name rookies to see just how they fit in right. because so I operate in the fantasy space for Sirius XM fantasy sports radio. So I do, a, I've had a lot of conversations about drafts right. at this time of year. And I'm really curious to see just like with Najee Harris, you know, how much does he mm-hmm. change that offense? Uh, is a guy like Rondell Moore a game changer for Arizona? Oh, He's kind of worked yeah. his way into that, like number three spot. And they're talking about using him in all sorts of ways, like direct snaps, like, you know, in the backfield, all of it. So I'm Terrace Marshall in Carolina, I think could be really big for that offense there. So I'm curious to see how these guys actually look once they take the field. Kyle Pitts, right? Like, is he the volume eater, like target eater that we (laughs) we think he's going to be? So that kind of goes without saying. But then guys like Tua, I'm interested to see Tua and whether he can take that next step as a quarterback, because I think that that Dolphins defense is really good. I think that they have a pretty good team weirdly, because like the offense doesn't look like it, you know, like the (laughs) running back situation isn't particularly impressive. None of the wide receivers jump off the page at you. It looks like kind of a bottom third receiver group, but, but they, they put it together last year in a way that they were competitive. And so if Tua can prove that he is an NFL quarterback, and I think we'll know that answer by about midway through the season this year, um, I think that they could be pretty competitive in the AFC East. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is obviously a huge person that I'll be keeping my eye on. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause he has to step up, Obvi- you know, right? Like you've got Trey Lance breathing down your neck and they're a competitive squad. They're a team yeah. that I think is built to potentially go to the Super Bowl this year or be in that mix. And so I think it makes sense to stick with Jimmy because yes. you kind of know where the floor is. The ceiling's not particularly high, but he might not lose games for you. Whereas a rookie is a little scary in that department. Ceiling is you know, ceilings the roof, as they say, but yeah, but the floor could be really, really low. And this is a team where I don't think you want to take that risk. But if Jimmy doesn't play well, 
then they're going to be forced to do that. So I'm looking at him. Odell is Odell still a good wide receiver or not? Yeah. Like I took him in the 10th round of a fantasy draft that I did recently. (laughs) I was like, I mean, I don't even necessarily, I wasn't targeting Odell because I think there's some question marks surrounding him, but I'm like, well, if you give him to me in the 10th, I will take him (laughs) because there's so much upside there. Like I have nothing to lose. Well, I'm glad you brought up fantasy. That's why I wanted to kind of end here with you on fantasy football, because uh, you I can guess I can call you a fantasy guru because I know (laughs) I'm not. And I uh, you had to help me talk myself off the ledge because I auto drafted a fantasy draft and I I usually do it every year. I do this just because I hate losing. So when I lose, I'm like, well, I auto drafted. You you build in an excuse. I build an excuse. Yes, I build an excuse (laughs) because. How can I be in? How can you be an NFL analyst and my guys who aren't NFL analysts? They beat me, so they try to hold this over my head every day. So, anyway, I auto drafted, and my quarterback. And I told this to my brother. I said, "Hey, my quarterback is Jalen Hurts," and he said, "Damn, how'd you do that?" And I said, "Hey, I auto drafted." I'm like, "Is anything wrong with that?" But when it does come to the fantasy aspect of it, Lindsay, kind of tell me, um, how do you expect fantasy to go this year as well? Well, time out. Who are your running backs? Well, uh, Saquon Barkley, but um, and I'm still waiting for Joe Judge to give me the the green light yeah, that he is a guy that can go full, or are they going to hold him back in the beginning of the season? So, you know, I wasted. A, I said I wasted. ESPN or I mean, no, Yahoo, whoever, whoever <laughs> it was decided that they thought it would be cool for me to bring get Saquon Barkley in the first round, knowing that probably would have been a later pick for me. Yeah, well, except for the fact that you purposefully auto-drafted so so let's not blame anyone else (laughs) for your own problems here okay um admission i actually auto-drafted a team yesterday too and i am dying so i got the times wrong i thought and i even had it on my schedule my whole day was planned around this like i had a a work thing at four then i had a draft at five then i had Mm -hmm. a draft at six like my whole night was planned out like kids make yourself dinner. You're on your own. I'm drafting. (laughs) And I went, I did one draft at five and then I did, I, I flipped over at five 58 so that now I'm operating two drafts and I'm ready for the second one. And it was in the 13th round and I was on the clock and I was drafting my last spot and it was a kicker. And I like was freaking out. I love fantasy. I love constructing these teams. I was okay. like ready to go crush these people to girls only league. I was going to take <laughs> yeah. these fools out and I have an auto drafted squad. And my quarterback is Joe Burrow. And I got all the people mm-hmm. with question marks. Like I got Deandre Swift on my team, you know, all those people that were rated high, but yes. no one else actually wanted. So they were the highest rated person. So the auto drafted, you probably have Kenny Galladay on yours too. Cause that's another guy everyone's <laughs> passing on, but he's rated yeah. higher than he's going. So I have Kenny Galladay. I mean, my, my roster is competitive. I'm just going to have to be very, very active on the waiver wire to fix this disaster. But Jalen hurts to your point about your yes. quarterback. I think that's a great fantasy quarterback. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it's great. So he he will put up points from a fantasy standpoint. The question with Jalen hurts and it's because of the rushing ability and whatever. He had like a 40 point game last year at the end of the year from fantasy. He was QB one, one week. Wow. The problem with him is that we have question marks about whether or not he's actually a good real life quarterback. So if he loses his job to Gardner Minshew, you're screwed. So then you just have to make sure you have another quarterback on the bench. Okay. That's probably what I'll be. 
I'll be working with that and I'll be uh, looking around the NFL. So hopefully, uh, I mean, uh, Justin Fields is a guy who oh, may be that. Okay. That's See, my strategy. That's been my strategy in every fantasy draft is like, wait on a quarterback, go get like a Tannehill or a Stafford in a later round, unless the draft is just playing out in such a way where I'm like, okay, fine. If you, if you're going to give me Kyler Murray in like the sixth or seventh round, I will take him. You know what I mean? Like if (laughs) if they fall that far or a Dak or something, but my strategy is to wait, get one of those like playable quarterbacks in like Tannehill or Stafford, and then back them up with the fields and Lance a couple of rounds later and immediately plug them into the lineup because of the rushing upside as soon as they're named starters. So go get one of those guys or Fitzpatrick who's going undrafted or very, very late in a lot of leagues. Because yeah. he's been a very good, I'm not going to bore you with the numbers, just trust me, he's been a very good fantasy quarterback when he's been a starter in the last four seasons. And Jameis Winston was QB5 in the NFL the last time he was a full-time starter in 2019 for the whole year with all of those interceptions. Wow. So he's going undrafted, maybe pick him up, put him on your waiver wire, and then you've got another option there. Well, I guess I know the kind of content I'll be getting when I listen to the NFL Roadshow <laughs> on the SiriusXM podcast of networks. Man, that's a lot. I appreciate it, Lindsay, because that's the stuff that we all need to hear. But I'm excited to go on this journey with you to see week to week, you know, what the NFL has to offer, because sometimes we can get caught up in the story that's in front of us, but we miss yep. out on the stories that no one's talking about. So I think the NFL Roadshow will definitely help me with that. Lindsay, this has been a been a blast. Appreciate the time. We got to catch up soon. Thank you, Kirk. I loved it. All right. Appreciate it. That was Lindsay Rose, the host of the NFL Roads podcast. More total coverage coming up next. This is Lindsay Rhodes, and I'm so excited for my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, to be joining the SiriusXM sports family. We'll be talking about the most compelling topics and to some of the most interesting people in and around the NFL. Taking a look at things through my somewhat nerdy football lens. I like to push past the low-hanging fruit to get to the real stories that are going to make you feel like a smarter football fan. So please join me every Wednesday for The NFL Roadshow, available on the SXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, man. So awesome. So great, dude. I can't wait. I'm going to listen to that for sure, man. Special thanks again to Lindsay Rhodes for her knowledge and giving us a different voice uh, when it comes to football as well. Excited to hear uh, her new venture as well. Man, but it's here. It's here. Like once I sign off this week, NFL week one is here. The games, the games, the games, the fans, the coaches, the players, man, I'm excited. You have no idea. Just trying to figure out how to contain myself because literally it's what we've been waiting for since the Super Bowl 55 ended is to go out there and see what does 2021 have in store for us. So I'm excited. I'm pumped up. But more importantly, I can't wait to review it all with you guys all next week here on the Total Coverage Podcast. Man, whew. all right, that's it. I'm, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go get some eye black, go get a helmet, something, because I'm going to calm myself down. Hopefully you guys are excited as me. And uh, like I said, we'll, recon- we'll do this again next week on season two of the Total Coverage Podcast here on the SiriusXM Podcast Network and the SiriusXM app. Total Coverage is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Mike Kinahan. The associate producers are Chris Tyler and Denny Gallagher. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. 
And special thanks as always to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen. Serious XM Podcasts.